Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am your confidence connoisseur, here to help you break diet dependence, end body shame, and learn to love being you inside and out. Join me as we demystify current health and wellness trends, understand what health really means, and find freedom from living life the way you think it should be. With that, let's go to the show. Hey friends, it is Kim. I am so excited to be with you today. I feel like I always say that, (laughs) but it's always true. These podcasts have been so amazing. I have met and talked to so many of you that have just been so touched by the topics that we've been covering. And so I just want to take a second and say thank you. Thank you so much for listening, for investing time in yourself and in me. That just means the world to me. And I am beyond thrilled and humbled and honored to be a part of your health story, part of your journey. I wish that 12 years ago when I started my health journey, I wish that I had had a community like this. And so it feels like a privilege to foster this community and to have a place where everybody can come and to bring their true selves, their struggling self, their celebrating self, their soon-to-be self, their enough self, all of the selves that we have in our community just Each and every one of you mean so much to me personally, and I just am so thankful for you and thankful for your willingness to share the podcast, to share the Beyond Balanced Guide, to talk about Captivatingly Confident with friends and family and coworkers and and people that you meet, that you get into a discussion and you're like, hey, have you heard about this group that is all about figuring out true health and what that looks like for you and how to be confident in who you are and feel captivating. And that just, oh my goodness, every time I hear you guys say that you're doing that, it just, I get a little bit emotional, a little bit teary because that is the dream. And I just wanted to take today's podcast, it's going to be a short one, but I just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about my dream and my vision. It it started about 10 years ago, realizing that I could change the shape of my body. And if I could do that, anybody could do that. And it felt so empowering to go from a couch potato to a half marathon runner that I was like, yes, if I can do it, anyone can. And so that's why I got certified to be a personal trainer in 2009. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved helping people improve flexibility and find their weak spots and get them stronger and to do these corrective exercises to help them feel better and move better. And it was amazing. It was hard in a lot of respects, a lot, because oftentimes when we go to a gym and we start working with a personal trainer, we want 
really fast results. And personal trainers can definitely help get you kind of on the right path as far as changing your body composition. But the results don't last because once your body adapts to the workout program that you've been doing, then you need another one and another one and another one. And you have to keep challenging different muscle groups and different body parts. And it it becomes exhausting because it feels like you're running up against a wall. You're trying to bust through each plateau as they come. And I have sat with so many women who are just like, I just can't keep doing this. I'm exhausted. And that's where I was looking at, okay, so the physical side of this is not all of the picture. This is only a part of the picture. There's so much more to this. Nutrition. Let's look at that. And let's see if we can combine nutrition. And I don't mean calorie counting. And this was something that as a personal trainer I did often with people is I would, and I feel shameful about this now, but you live and you learn and you grow so you can do it different. But I would have people keep food logs and I would have them track what they were eating and record calories, carbs, fats. This was before smartphones with apps. So everything was done by hand back in the good old days pen and paper style, and I would have people record all their food intake. And it was interesting. I would have them do it for five days because by day three is when it all came off the wagon. It was like salads for lunch and a light dinner and like eggs for breakfast the first couple of days as they were trying to really make changes at their diet without really understanding what their body needed besides calories, which we calculated using all sorts of crazy formulas. And the the problem was is that by day four and five, the real eating pattern started to come through. It was like, well, then I had two cookies here and three cookies here and I had a snack here and it just spiraled. And I kept seeing this over and over again. And I was like, calories are only a part of the equation. How can we how can we get these women and men the body that they want without just the exercise? And so that's where the nutrition came in. So I got certified as a fitness nutrition specialist through ISSA, and they have a whole program and kind of recommendations for how people should be eating to get a body that they want. And It changed so much for me. It opened so many doors into ideas about clean eating and then into paleo lifestyle and then looking at keto and looking at intuitive eating and all of these different schools of thought around what we should be eating. And so I put that into practice. And so we paired the workouts with understanding nutrition And, you know, a lot of it involved at first involved reducing carbohydrate intake, increasing water, you know, trying to figure out the right balance of fat and protein and really by the numbers. I was big into the numbers, friends, really big into the number, number of reps that you could do, number of protein grams that you could have, weight, body fat percentages, circumference measurements and the one thing that I hated the most can I just tell you this 
was the calipers. That's right, my friend. We used calipers. And if you've never had a caliper used on you, whoo, praise the Lord because it's horrible. It's horrible. It's awful. They find, they being personal trainers, Look for your squishiest spots. So your tricep, the back of your arm, your back fat. (laughs) So that little roll that you get right over your bra, which P.S. everybody gets that. So that's not special to you, my friend. The back fat right on the inside of the top of your thigh, right like a couple inches below your belly button. All these spots that we're already critical of using these calipers to pull and pinch to measure your body fat. What? What were we even thinking? And for some of you, it's like, yeah, so what? And it's not a big deal for you. And for you, I say, awesome. But for the rest of us, oh my gosh, how demoralizing. Like, here, let me pinch your most, like, self-conscious areas, give you some numbers so that you know how fat you are, how much of your body is fat, and how much of it is lean muscle, which P.S. calipers are extremely inaccurate. Extremely inaccurate. There's so many factors that depend on that. Same with the scale, same with circumference measurements. And doing that over and over again and watching women's faces fall as I gave them the numbers. And I would have women weigh themselves and just to see the broken look on their face, how they would step on there. I mean, sometimes it would take like working people up to it almost of like, all right, we're going to get on the scale. Are you ready? And they're like, no, I'm not ready. And it's like, okay, you know, let's play some Rocky music. Like we'll put a blindfold on you. Like, you know, high fives or like, let's do some jumping jacks. Like, let's get you pumped up to get on the scale. It's going to be okay. And just seeing their faces fall and the look of disappointment and shame. Oh, man, their faces burned into my memory that I will never forget their faces. One woman specifically I can think of, her name was Cheryl. And Cheryl just lost it. She had been training for, I think, six weeks at this point. And she just lost it. She had lost like 10 pounds or something that I thought was incredible. And she lost it. Just tears streaming down her face. And I was like, Cheryl, what's wrong? She's like, I only lost 10 pounds. That's like two pounds different from last week. And she was just broken. And I think that that... That might have been the moment where I kind of had that smack upside the head where I had to kind of shake my head to clear it so that I could see what was happening. And I could see these women being broken down by the scale, by the calipers, by the bioimpedance scales, the bod pods, the circumference measurements, the calories, the reps the laps, the miles, the fat grams, the carbohydrate grams, all of it. And it was as if I had new eyes to see what was happening. And you guys, it broke my heart and it still does. Sometimes I feel so badly for putting women on the scale. 
and for for causing pain and for allowing women to feel their value based on their three numbers that related them to gravity. And I feel bad for taking before and after pictures and I regret so many ways that I was trying to help and I didn't know any better and you know I had been through the training I was a certified personal trainer like I was a certified fitness nutrition specialist I had years of experience under my belt I knew what I was doing I know how to manipulate a body to get it to do certain things but man I didn't know anything about the heart And that was when I decided to switch my focus. And so I started doing online coaching. I got myself out of the gym because let's be real, gyms are soul-sucking places that give me the shivers. I can't, I cannot go into a gym. I, I go to a gym. I should preface this and say it a little differently. I work out in a gym, but I don't look around. I can't look around because everybody's unhappy and The guys doing the bicep curls in front of the mirror drive me bananas and I want to (laughs) go say something to them, but I don't, obviously, because, well, yeah. But it just, it broke my heart and I had to get out of the gym, so I did. And I went into online coaching, which was amazing and a whole new ballgame and I learned so much. Unfortunately, the, the person I was working with was really focused still on the numbers and still on the structure and the the way of doing things that didn't really involve as much emotional connection. And I was just longing for that. And I was like, I really want to connect with women. I want to help them. And I feel like this is something that this program is missing. And I decided that, you know, I've worked for men my entire fitness industry career, I had one female boss who was overseen by a man. And so I've done it men's way, man, men's way, man's way for 10 years. And I was like, that's it. That's enough. It is time to do it my way. So I took a break, right? Took a break from the coaching to figure out what that was going to look like. Enter LuLaRoe. I decided after trying on a pair of really buttery soft leggings that I wanted to sell LuLaRoe because I felt like these clothes can give women the confidence on the outside to start working on the inside. And I was so excited about it. And I was like, yes, this is amazing. I'm going to connect with women. It's going to be great. They're all going to feel confident on the outside. This is amazing. And for two years, it was. It was amazing. Oh, to see you post selfies and share cute pictures of you rocking your LuLaRoe and feeling confident and sexy and badass. Sorry if there's kids listening. But it was amazing. But all the while, there was a voice that kept coming up. And it wasn't the voice of one individual, but many individuals all saying the same thing, that While the clothes made you feel confident on the outside, the inside was still hurting. You still didn't feel confident on the inside. You didn't know what steps to take to feel confident on the inside. And 
that need kept getting louder. The voice kept growing and growing and it kept getting more and more obvious to me that while I love LuLaRoe and I love seeing women feel confident on the outside, there is so much more to it and we got to address it. So Captivatingly Confident was born. It has been a dream of mine to have a coaching company that meets women where they're at, that doesn't have an agenda, that doesn't have a set program of like, just do X, Y, and Z and you'll be great, but that takes into account each woman's individual story, each woman's history, stressors, lifestyle, family, relationships. It takes into account all of that. And that I think is what makes Captivatingly Confident so much different than anything else out there. Because it's not just about diet and exercise. Nutrition and movement are very important and we talk about them a lot. But it's more than that. Changing your body, changing your life is 90% mental. Like yes, like I said, nutrition's important, movement's important, sleep, self-care. Those are all important things, but they're, they're things that you can fix but they don't, they're like almost like symptoms of the problem. And the problem is in your mind in the form of limiting beliefs of tapes that run through your mind that tell you what you should or shouldn't be doing, what you can and can't have, what you must do, can't do, shouldn't do, have to do. All of these things that run around in your mind all the time, maybe you're aware of them, maybe you're not which is why we talk about awareness pretty much all the time. And this just confusion about what to do, how to eat, how to move. So often I hear, Kim, I know what to do. I just can't seem to do it. That is the number one issue that I hear said all the time. I know what to do. I just can't seem to get myself to do it. And I would say that maybe... Maybe what you think you should be doing is not really what you need to be doing. I challenge that. I think that there is so much that our diet culture says we need to do. Like, for example, eat less, move more. That drives me bananas. (laughs) It drives me bananas because it's not true. It's not true. If you increase your movement, you're burning more calories. You decrease your food intake, you decrease your calories. You create this deficit, which according to math says, yes, this is how you lose weight. But friends, if you lose 3% of your body fat, 3% of your body weight, if you lose 3% of that, your body goes, wait a second, where'd that go? We need that back. And it'll do anything in its power, including raising your, like, raising your body temperature, increasing your appetite to get those pounds back. And then some, which is why diets don't work. Every single diet counts on, banks on caloric restriction. And that caloric restriction will come back to bite you in the butt every time. But nobody talks about that. Everybody just thinks, well, I just need to try a different one. Or if I just have more willpower, or if I just quit failing at diets, I just need to find the right diet. Just tell me what to eat. 
But friends, it's so much more than that. It's so much more. It's understanding your relationship to food. It's understanding food's roles and what you're asking it to do for you. It's listening to your body's cues for hunger and fullness and movement and asking your body, how do I move today? What do I need from movement? What do I need from my body today? Do you need to do something that makes you sweat or something that calms you down? What do you need today? And it starts with raising your awareness and asking yourself, what emotions am I feeling? What thoughts am I having about myself and my ability to do things and my ability to affect change in my own life and overcoming your own obstacles? Overcoming self-sabotage, self-doubt, self-criticism, body shame. I was at a vendor event this weekend with a bunch of nurses, 250 nurses, who were incredible. And there were a couple of vendors uh, that I got to talk to. And one of the first things that this vendor said was, oh, I'm so fat. And I said, excuse me? (laughs) Caught me off guard. She's like, yeah. I, I just, I'm so fat and I'm fluffy and I'm, oh yeah, I'm just super big. I have a big stomach and just the rapid fire self-destructive language that she was using, I was just standing there in awe. My heart broke for her, broke for her. And I don't want you to think about yourself that way either. Because friend, it is not true. I hate the F word. I don't like the S word either. (laughs) And I'm talking about fat and skinny. These are the top two words used in the fitness and diet culture and I hate them. I hate those labels. There is nothing beneficial about them. They do not help you. They do not serve you. And they mean different things to different people. Right? It's all about comparison. You are skinny compared to who? You are fat compared to who? It's all about comparison. And what we know about comparison is that it's the thief of joy. Can I get an amen? Amen. Comparison will steal your joy. So it's about understanding yourself and figuring out what health looks like for you. Because I think we all want to get healthy. I don't think there's a single person that's like, meh, I don't want to get healthy. It's like, I think you do. I think most people do. Unfortunately, the diet industry skews what health looks like. We think, oh, well, if I want to get healthy, I got to eat less, move more, and I got to get on a diet. And I got to get a gym membership, right? I got to sleep more. I got to drink more water. Like we think these are the things that we need to focus on and that we need to invest our time in and our money in and our energy in, but they're not. They're not, that is not the place to start, my friend. It's not. The place to start is in one, finding community. Finding a group of like-minded people that are on the same path as you. This is what makes Weight Watchers so incredibly popular. Not always successful, but popular because it's about those weekly meetings. It's about the online community. There are millions of people in the Weight Watchers network And you can link up with any of them. We don't change in isolation. We change in community. It's when we have those me too moments where we see other people 
struggling with the same thing that we are. And we thought we were all alone, but we're not. There are other people out there who are wrestling with the same issues as you, who are just as confused and conflicted as you are. And when you see that and you receive that me too moment, oh man, you open yourself up to so much potential and so many opportunities to grow and to learn and to open your mind and you find freedom. So the first thing you got to do is find a community. And the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group, kimludeman.com, we'll get you there, is a great place to join and to share your struggles, your triumphs, ask questions. It's a great community. I love it. I love it. That's a wonderful place to start. The second thing you need to do is have somebody that is helping you. And whether it's somebody in that community or someone that you invest in, I think everybody needs some help. Everybody needs help. One of the first things I ask any new small group member or community member or individual coaching client, I ask them, who is your support? What does your support system look like? Who's helping you? And friends, honestly, it is so hard to invest in yourself. Can I just affirm this? Can I just like give you an embrace and just say it is hard to invest in yourself, especially if you're a caregiver for other people. It is hard, but it is so worth it. When you take the step of faith, you Go for it. You take a step out of your comfort zone into new ways of thinking. That then you start to find truth and freedom for yourself. And whether that's listening to podcasts or reading blog post articles from people that you trust. Or whether it's joining a Facebook community and engaging. Don't just join the Facebook group and then call it good. I have so many people that do that. They're like, okay, well, I joined. Check. No, no, no. You got to engage in the community. Be a part. Put yourself out there. That's how we grow. And then investing in yourself. I believe so much in the Captivatingly Confident small group. I have seen so many women find freedom, joy, hope, direction, and a plan. And feeling like they've never felt like this before. It's amazing. And there's two spots left for the fall Captivatingly Confident group. So if you are finding yourself coming to the end of this podcast and you're like, I think I'm ready. I think I'm tired of feeling this way. I think I'm tired of feeling stuck, confused, conflicted, restricted, and defeated. I am tired of it and I'm done and I'm ready for something new. I'm ready for something radical. And if that's you, then send me a message. You can email me, kim at captivatinglyconfident.com. You can contact me through the Facebook group. Shoot, you can even send me a direct message on Instagram. But let's talk and let's figure out your next best step. And if the group is not your next best step, I will help you figure out what is. Promise you that. I have spoken with dozens of women who were not ready for the group, who needed some smaller steps because the group is a big commitment. So if you're needing smaller steps, let me help you figure it out. I want to talk to you. 
That's what I'm here for. That's what I love. And that's where my heart is. You can also go to CaptivatinglyConfident.com and download my free guide. It's called Beyond Balanced, an introductory guide to being captivatingly confident. And it talks about movement, nutrition, and self-care and gives you three practical steps that you can start to do to start getting that ball rolling and work yourself up to bigger changes. Again, you can find that at CaptivatinglyConfident.com. There's a bar at the bottom of the website that says, get my free guide. And you just click that, name, email, boom, you're in. And I promise I will not flood your inbox with emails. I hate email. It is not my preferred method of contact. So you will only get like one or two emails from me a month. Promise. Scouts honor. You can't see it, but we're doing scouts honor. So that's the, the hope is that you find the ability to end your body shame, break diet dependence, and learn to love being you inside and out. Not one or the other, but both. To feel like you have a plan and a direction that's individual, that works for you, that's sustainable for the long haul. So you don't have the back and forth, the yo-yo of Losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight. Oh, that cycle is so defeating. I want you to be able to end that and to find a way to make peace with yourself. To accept the body that you have been given and to learn how to take care of it in such a way that you work with it instead of against it. And this is my dream, friends. I have a million dreams, but this is the big one, that we would, as women, grow this community and start to let it shape us and change us so that when we see other women, we're not judging, we're not comparing, but instead, we're supporting, promoting, encouraging, lifting up. How great does it feel when you go to the grocery store and somebody compliments you? Oh my gosh, I love your hair. Or, oh, your shirt looks beautiful. Isn't it a game changer? It's a daymaker moment. And what would it be like if that happened on a national, nay, global level? What would our world be like if women were to rise up into their ability to be captivatingly confident and they were comfortable in their skin and walked around doing the same for others? Oh my gosh. I, you obviously can't see me right now, but I have the biggest goosebumps ever. Friends, this is my mission. This is my prayer, my dream, my hope, my goal. The end all be all is to see other women embrace their ability to be captivatingly confident. And that is what I want for you. And I'm so thankful that you are here and starting that journey. Again, head over to the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group, kimludeman.com. We want to meet you. We want to get to know you and support you. And we cannot wait to see you rise up and celebrate being 